0: Y'all, welcome back to another podcast episode. Eight. Okay, so I have to get up really early for work, but I want to talk about something really quickly. The Winnie the Pooh movie that's coming out called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey is dropping, I think, in February, the day after Valentine's Day. I'm not sure how long it's gonna be in theaters, but y'all, I have so many questions. So one I do want to see this movie because I'm a huge Winnie the Pooh fan, and this movie just looks so cringely bad, it looks so terrible, but I'm a little low-key hype about it, because, like, I've watched the trailer, like, five times now, and I just, I, it was supposed to come out in October, but I think they did some reshoots, so it'll come out now in, in, uh, February, and the synopsis of the film is that, I guess, like, Christopher Robin used to go to the Hundred Acre Wood and feed his, his friends, Pooh and friends, um, but he ends up getting older, the more older he gets, he stops visiting them, and then he ends up going off to college. So he ends up going off to college, and it leaves Pooh, Piglet, and all their other friends kind of without food. Um, And so they kind of turn feral, and they basically start attacking each other. Now, I'm not sure who's in this story and who's not, but we do know that Eeyore is one of the characters, and that Eeyore gets killed by Pooh and Piglet. They end up eating him, um, which I was like... That's dark, but I get it, I guess, in a sense. Um, (laughs) And so Christopher Robin comes back with his, I guess, wife. He wants to marry this girl, and he wants to show her his uh, special place in the Hundred Acre Wood. And that is when Pooh and friends, I guess, attack. Now, I'm not sure if the Christopher Robin segment happens first, or these other girls, these sorority girls that move in close to the Hundred Acre Wood um, I don't know who dies first. I don't know if it's going to be them or Christopher Robin and his girlfriend. It seems it'll be Christopher Robin and his girl, but I'm thinking that could be a possible last act type deal, which I wouldn't hate, actually. I would not hate if Christopher Robin, like, coming back at the end, um, because I kind of don't want him to die. I kind of don't. I'm, I'm sure he probably will, but I kind of don't want it to happen. Just my personal thoughts and opinions. Um and there's already allegedly a planned sequel, um, they want to do a 2 and a 3, and I'm thinking if they do a 2, Tigger's gotta jump up, because Tigger doesn't appear in the first book anyway, so I was thinking that they'll probably, like, have allude to Tigger in the very end, because they, they went back and did reshoots, so I'm assuming they'll probably allude to Tigger and then bring him in in the sequel. Um, also, I have questions, like, is Rabbit gonna be in this? Is Owl going to be in this? Like, Kanga and Roo, are they gonna be in this? Because I would assume Kanga and or Rue, um, would have been eaten by Pooh and, and Piglet as well, because, you know, Rue's small, and then Kanga's, like, the mother, I just figure they would have probably been eaten by them. Um, I think it's funny that they chose to kill off Eeyore. I think that's... Because I would have assumed Eeyore would join in in the, in the killing spree because he's, like, you know, he's the sad one. Um, so I, I would have assumed that it would have been him. But nope, not really. He could have done some crazy kills with his, like, tail. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, I you would think that Piglet would be the one getting killed off, actually. But I know that's Pooh's, like, bestie. But I think, like, if Pooh ever killed Piglet, that just shows how, like, far gone that he is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Eeyore's one of the besties, too. But, like, He's not, like, Tigger and, and Piglet bestie. If he would have, if, if Piglet would have got killed, oh my gosh. Like, Pooh really would have lost all of his shit. He wouldn't know what to do. I don't know. Like, it's a, that would be that'd be more of a, a Tigger line. But I, I can't, it's too early. I'm not going to do that voice. But anyway, so, like, I'm very interested in this movie. But I found out some more tea, okay? I found out that apparently the creators of this film also want to do a movie called Bambi the Reckoning. You heard it. You heard it. You heard what I said. Bambi the Reckoning. And Peter Pan, Neverland Nightmare. Now, that one sounds really cool. That one I'm so on board with. But these other, like, honestly, the Winnie the Pooh mask looks terrible. (laughs) It looks so bad. But, I mean, obviously because it's public domain. The, The stories are public domain. Not Disney's version of Pooh, by the way. Those are different things. Disney's Pooh is still protected by copyright, which I think so is Bambi and Peter Pan. But but the stories themselves that these things are based off of are uh public domain so people can make any kind of Winnie the Pooh movie they want with and and I would say that this is this is like not too far away from the Disney version of Pooh because he looks like Pooh Bear and like if Pooh Bear were like deranged he looks a little bit like Pooh Bear he is the same kind of shade of yellow seeming like the Piglet one looks totally different from Piglet but like there is some reminiscence of of Pooh in, in this look, um, but yeah, so just in case you were wondering, like, how is Disney allowing this to happen, well, Disney's not allowing this to happen, they don't own Winnie the Pooh, they own their own version of Winnie the Pooh, but they don't own the stories of Winnie the Pooh, um, nor do they own Peter Pan, nor do they own Bambi, and I believe Alice in Wonderland. So these are things that that other companies, get, which is why other companies can make Snow White and Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaids. This is why because Disney doesn't own these titles; they own their own versions of these titles that people cannot mess with, but they don't own these things. Um, and I'm really, I'm so, I'm, I would not doubt since Mickey Mouse is going gonna to become public domain soon. I believe I wouldn't doubt if someone makes a Mickey Mouse like. Killer movie. I, I I shudder at it, but I, I wouldn't doubt it now that Winnie the Pooh and friends are being made, and the same company wants to do Bambi and Peter Pan. Um, this clearly feels like this company wants to, um, you know, uh, uh, not uh, I'm sorry, profit off of all the things that Disney's worked so hard to build. But I don't want to just give Disney all this credit and say Disney's worked so hard to build these things because these things were already a thing before Disney. Save Mickey Mouse. These things were already a thing before Disney. Disney didn't make Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh was already a very popular thing before Disney came along. Um, It might have, like, helped popularize these stories in a more Western or global audience, I suppose, you know? Um, But they definitely were already a thing before Disney, uh, which again, Pinocchio is another example of that. Uh, it's, I think it's a public domain thing, which is why other companies can now make Pinocchio films. Um, but Disney definitely did, I think like, you know, popularize that for the Western American audience and probably for other audiences too around the world. Um, Little Mermaid, all these other, you know, Frozen, Frozen, The Ice Queen. Um, While these things were already a thing, and a lot of people who who read literature know these things, they were definitely not as popular as they are under the Disney umbrella. So it would not surprise me if this company continues to do this. And I'm low-key kind of here for it. Like, I just, I think there's something intriguing about this new Winnie the Pooh film. Like, it looks, like, complete trash. Complete trash. But there's something about me uh, about it that makes me want to watch it because I was watching the Christopher Robin movie when it first came out with uh whatever his name is, who played uh Christopher, and I honestly hated that version of the movie. I hated the fact that he like goes off on Pooh, leaves Pooh by himself, and Pooh and friends weren't like, you know what, fuck you. I really wanted that to happen in that movie. I really wanted all the 100 Acre Wood friends who worked so hard to bring him back be like, you know what fuck you. You ain't done shit for nobody. You decided to up and leave and have a family. You're a bad father anyway. Like, I really wanted them to go off on him, and they didn't. So I'm kind of living for this movie where they say, you you leave us, bitch. This is what happens when you leave us. Okay, we're gonna fuck you up. I'm, re- I'm kind of fine with it. And I wish they wouldn't have gone after each other, but I'm kind of fine with it. I'm kind of fine. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I think Christopher Robin does deserve, like, you know, some backlash. Particularly that version, though, the, the McGuagher version, the, the one uh, the one that's called Christopher Robin, he deserves to get his ass beat and kicked in. That's what he deserves, because when he left them, he abandoned them again as an adult. I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, poo if you don't, poo if you don't, girl, and poo and take didn't do shit. I was so mad, weak ass, I was so mad, so I'm kind of glad to see this version where Christopher Robin is begging them to for, for their forgiveness. Like when he's like, I would have never left if I knew this was gonna happen. I was like, see, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted. I wanted remorse. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I needed that actually. I don't know what year that movie came out, that, that Christopher Robin movie. I can never say his name correctly. Christopher Robin. When I say it so fast, it just sounds like her Robin. Christopher Robin. I needed that that movie was terrible for me cuz i i didn't get the closure i wanted. I needed him to be like, you know what? I'm sorry I left you all. This was not right of me, blah blah blah. Mm-mm. They didn't do that shit. Not at all. Just like the uh the uh Mary Poppins returns. That movie can go fuck itself too cuz that movie pissed me off as well because while I had cute moments and stuff, the the um what are their names? The the kids in the in the original movie Kate, well, they grew up in this one, right? You know, they're they're having families and shit. They were, like, they they didn't really give a damn about Mary Poppins either. I'm like, you know she would turn to help y'all out, right? The Banks, the Banks family. The Banks kids can go all kick rocks. Fuck the Banks kids. Because they weren't doing shit for nobody neither. Like, this sequel got on my nerves. I'm like, y'all are so ungrateful that she came back to help y'all out. You're so ungrateful. Y'all don't give a fuck about her. Bitch, I thought they were going to be so much more happy to see her. I thought they were going to be more caring. Nah, they weren't doing shit. Like, fuck them. Mm-mm. I was too through. I was so upset. I really was so mad. I was like, you know, this movie is just not doing it for me. It's just not doing it. Bye. Y'all can, you know, kick rocks. Like, so, I... Ugh. Whatever. These ungrateful ass kids. Mary Poppins, she can... You know what? Her and Peter Pan, they could both be killers in the movie. I wouldn't be upset about it. Mary Poppins can come back and be like, you know what? Fuck the Banks family. Like... (laughs) this studio's gonna give us retribution for all the shit that Disney did not do in their sequels. Like, go ahead and go off. Go ahead and go in and let have, okay? Shit. I'm here for it. We already had a Pinocchio Killer movie, so we already know that, like, like companies can do this stuff and, and do it, like, not well but do it like intriguingly enough. Like honestly Pinocchio was like I think the pioneer of this shit because the Pinocchio killer movie, like that was the pioneer for all of this bullshit. Like I really want to have a movie marathon. Once these other movies come out, I'm gonna have a, a Disney horror movie marathon. Like Snow White, a Tale of Terror, that was another one that went off and, and did what it did. I think that one I don't know if that came out before the Pinocchio one or after. But that's another one you can add to that collection as well. So that's been done too. Like a lot of Cinderella can do one too. If Cinderella hasn't done one, it can. Um, because a lot of these stories actually originated to be, I mean, obviously save Bambi and like Winnie the Pooh and stuff, but a lot of these other stories kind of did like start out as more of like cautionary tales for kids, like Rapunzel, like uh, the story of Rapunzel, the story of Cinderella, um, Snow White, uh, not Beauty and the Beast, maybe Beauty and the Beast, but also, um. Sleeping Beauty, like, a lot of these stories did not have happy endings, and there are stories like Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland that are, like, actually taken from, like, really scary real-life things, like, the story of Peter Pan, like, if you, like, read about the family that was based off the the, the story, and you read about the author, not good things, man, not good things happened with that family after that story was done, um, the same thing goes to Alice in Wonderland, like, it's alleged that, um, Homie stalked her like it's alleged that Lewis Carroll stalked the little girl that plays out that that he wrote Alice about that he lived across the way from her and like stalked her so I mean these are not good things actually like they're quite creepy I mean obviously like I said Winnie the Pooh is a whole different story the whole story of Bambi I'm not quite aware of that whole story um But, yeah, like, some of these things are actually kind of terrifying in real life. And even the story of, like, the fox and the hound. I was reading up about the fox and the hound. And, man, that actual story, like, not the actual story, but, like, the the, the book itself is really sad. Like, Todd goes through some—well, the fox goes through some serious bullshit. He, like, loses his family and, like, the wife and stuff and their kids. It's really dark. Like, if— someone decided to actually do like versions of these movies and of, you know, of these stories that are closer to the literature, I think we would get a really interesting universe of like, you know, a dark Disney thing. And obviously Disney would never like, well, I don't know. I don't want to say never because like there are other studios that they could use, like their parent company to other studios. So they could actually use some of these other studios to tell these like dark, scary stories. And potentially maybe they will. Maybe they'll see this Poo, uh, Poo, 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 Blood and Honey movie, and go, you know what? No, you're not gonna make money off of things that we work so hard to like build, even though they're not our stories. We definitely popularize these characters. Because, I mean, come on, like Disney single handedly has kept Winnie the Pooh characters in pop culture for like the last what sixty years, girl. It's been a long time. And anytime you think of Winnie the Pooh, I, I I don't think of I even though I have the stories, I don't think of the stories nearly as much as I think of Winnie the Pooh, like the Disney versions of Winnie the Pooh. I can like when I say Pooh, I think of the little yellow you know the golden yellow you know uh bear with the red t-shirt on and you know what I mean like I think of the piglet and tigger I think of them um which fun fact by the way gophers in none of the stories if you guys didn't know this because I was like, maybe Gopher will come into the movies. And I totally forgot that Gopher is not in any of the stories. He's actually a Winnie the Pooh TV show creation. I think so is the bird Kessie. So they can't actually jump into these movies because those are actual Disney properties. So they can't use them. But they can use everybody else, but I think except for Gopher. Gopher is one of the only characters they can actually not use um, but they can use like owl, they can use tigger, they can use rabbit, they can use all these other characters, they just cannot use gopher. So gopher is safe from these movies. <laughs> And this could be a really good time, actually, to, to like, utilize Gopher now, because they can't use that property. So it could be something to, like, actually wave in there. I love Gopher. He's one of my favorite characters from Pooh, and he gets no love. He gets no love, barely any representation. Really, really sad. But it also makes me wonder if they can use the Heffalumps and Woozles. Because I know those are in the story, right? Like, at least the Woozles are, I think, are in the actual story. So technically, those can actually jump up and be part of, like, the killing spree that Pooh and Piglet go on. If not, have those characters, like, show up and be killers, too, in a sequel. I know I shouldn't be giving, like, (laughs) ideas, but it's true. Like, you really could go off and do these things. So it's kind of exciting. I'm kind of excited to see what comes to this movie. I really just want to know if Christopher Robin dies. I'm very, very curious. I am going to talk about Scream 6 because the teaser trailer came out last week and it was quite a teaser. But I, I have my own issues with that teaser because if that teaser is a straight-up scene from the movie and one of the characters, from, like one of the main four characters from the last film dies early, I'm going to be pissed because I don't understand... In Scream 2, we lost Randy, which I I get. It wasn't a big, big deal to me, honestly. But I remember being a kid watching that movie going, like, why did they kill off Randy? Like, why? And then watching Scream 3 and be like, really? So they had him come back and film a cameo in Scream 3 for, like, no fucking reason? This is stupid. Like, so it's clear that they realized they made a mistake in killing off Randy. Like, in in a sense, right? So I really was like, are you really going to about to do the same thing with one of his, like, you know... Nephew or niece? Like, are you really gonna kill them off in this this next chapter? Like, we haven't really built anything with them substantial for for us to really care enough. But also, like, no, like we haven't. We haven't. Because, like, honestly, the twins were two of my favorite parts of the last movie. Like, I didn't care for a lot of the main cast of the last film, but I did like Randy's nephew and niece. Basically, because they're legacy characters, but also because they're not bad. Like they're they're pretty interesting, and it's it would just be stupid to do like to redo Scream Two because you know how like Scream Five is like sort of a redo of Scream One, so I guess Scream Six would follow suit and be like a reboot of, of Scream Two. They're all going off to college. They're going. They're not in Woodsboro anymore. It definitely has a Scream Two vibe to, it, but on a bigger scale, because um, they're in New York City. But I just hate the idea of having to kill off one of the two, like, you know, at least early on in the film. Like, it, like the brother, he almost died in the last one, so if he dies in this one, I guess, eh. But the sister, like, I really don't feel like we need to lose her in this movie. You know, I I just don't. Plus, this series is doing a lot. Like, who knows who's the main girl, who's the final girl in this film. Like, technically, you know, Gail and Sydney were both final girls in the original movie, so, I mean in a sense, like, all three of them are kind of final girls in this, but they, they're gonna have to start killing off the main cast, but like I said, like, we almost lost Tara in the last one, so I doubt Tara's gonna die, I mean, I don't care if Jenny Ortega dies in this, I've seen her in too many things, I really don't care, but, like, she's, you know, we have her, we have Sam, who was, like, the main final girl in the last film, but, you know, this film could do a lot of plot twisty stuff, and, and, and that's why I'm saying, like, Mindy could actually end up being the the actual final girl in this series. Because they want to, like, you know, change things up a bit. However, comma I from the looks of the teaser trailer, if this is any indication of the film, she will not be the final girl. Which I think is kind of stupid. Because I would actually love if the girl who knew a lot about horror films and how to survive them... Would be the final girl this time. We've seen Sydney. Sydney was the one that didn't watch a lot of horror films. So it makes sense that she, you know, she, it was kind of cool to see someone who doesn't know a lot about horror survive the horror franchise. But now that Sydney's not the face anymore, it's got to be somebody new. And I would think that Randy's niece if anyone or you know his nephew would probably learn how to survive horror films the nephew no, because he's just not really into that scene i could see him not really be unless plot twist he is the final guy that'd be kind of cool if we had like a switch up a gender switch up where it's no longer the final girl but it's the final guy but i mean sam is really seems to be really the one that that tethers everything together so killing off sam would be kind of silly at this point i guess um (laughs) At least for, like, Tara. Like, nobody really... Like, Tara... I, we only care about Tara because she's Sam's sister. Like, I don't really care about Tara. Um, Mindy, I do care about. I do like Mindy. I think she's one of the cooler new characters. Um, but like I said, this if this teaser's any indication, she won't be around much longer. I don't know. I, I really don't... I'm not really sure what this, what's gonna happen. Plus, Hayden Pen and character's coming back. However, I think... I feel like Kirby's only going to be killed off in this film. I don't see Kirby taking on the series because what would be the reason like like there's so many questions about this new scream even including the one of the masks that show up but keep in mind that stab is very well still alive and well in this in this series so the the mask that we're seeing this old like reunion sort of looking mask could just be something from a stab movie Where in the plot of the stab movie, they bring back one of the original killers, but not in the actual film itself. So just keep in mind, there's a lot of hype around like Stu coming back. And I get it because, you know, the actor Matthew Lillard played Stu in the first film. He was also in the second film in the college scene. So I get it. And I don't actually hate that. However, comma, it doesn't make sense. Because somebody would have had to know that Stu survived. Somebody would have had to know that he survived. And Billy was, a, you know, or not Billy, but Dewey was a police officer. So somebody probably would have informed the, you know, a police officer that, hey, by the way, that guy that almost tried to kill you guys. Yeah, he's still alive. Not to mention Gwen, like, um, Gail was a news reporter. I'm sure she would have definitely had some kind of insight or known that he was alive unless she was protecting him. That's also a possibility that maybe somebody was protecting Stu this whole time and kept him from, like, public knowledge of where he was. But I just, I'm not buying it. I mean, he could have, like, changed his name or whatever. His parents were rich, so they could have paid somebody off. Those things could have happened. Um, But I I don't know. I'm I'm just not buying that it's Stu. I'm not. Now, there's a really cool idea that Stu went to prison and has been orchestrating all these things. However, I still don't buy that because I feel like somebody would have probably, like, I think they read your letters and shit in prison anyway. Like, I'm pretty sure they do. They read, like, what you write to people. So I would assume that, like, there's no logical way for this to ever actually make sense. But if it happens... I'm not against it. I just think it would be kind of strange. But I do like the idea that that Stu has been kind of like um, pulling the strings since Scream 4. Um, That's kind of cool. Like the the original trilogy was all strung together by Roman. But maybe this new line of movies from 4 Beyond is more of Stu kind of getting people and things set up for his return. I like that idea because it was kind of... A thought that, you know, his nephew, even though he was a wasted character, um, could have been the killer in the last one. So maybe this whole thing is Stu trying to get, you know, Sydney or somebody's attention again uh with a new generation of kids. Cause I mean, if anyone's gonna influence more kids to be fucking idiotic, it's Stu. So I can see that happening. Um, but yeah, that'd be kinda cool. And we haven't seen the ghost of Stu. We saw the ghost of Billy. So maybe we haven't seen the ghost of Stu because Stu isn't dead. That's a possible idea. I don't know. But um yeah, I'm really excited to see blue uh blue i'm sorry Pooh, blood and honey uh which uh winnie the Pooh, blood and honey which is dropping february 15th 2023 and scream 6 which is dropping apparently march 10th i think 2023 so they're about a month apart we're gonna we're gonna see some stuff get wrecked i'm kind of excited i'll see you guys next time have a great rest of your day night evening afternoon whenever you're listening to this bye